0: Broadcasting all over the world from cinemageekly.com, it's the Cinema Geekly Podcast,
1: with Anthony Lewis, Aaron De La Osa, and Glenn Bovey.
0: The cinema Geekly podcast episode 89 cinemageekly.com slash premium uh, head on over there it's twelve dollars a year we've actually got I've got to get the names because there are three people who signed up since oh, the last cool. podcast yeah for what uh, the Cinema Geekly premium get the fuck out of here Absolutely. I will get their That's names awesome. yeah and for the the Halloween show we're gonna do it we're this is a this is practically a side B episode all about Marvel this week but <laughs> we're gonna have a Halloween episode uh, that it's going to, hopefully, fingers crossed, let's uh, try to make this come out on, on Halloween. We'll we'll give it our, our best college try anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, on that show too, I want to, uh, because I think I'm going to just give everybody a shout out if they want one. If you don't want one, email oh. me and be like, don't fucking say my name. Um, a date, a of course they want one. Uh, I would presume, yeah. Um, if you don't want one, <laughs> we're going to presume you do. If you don't want one, let me know. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, if you, you, you the, don't want one. Uh, suck a dick because you are getting one anyway. That's the polite for way to being such a fan. That's the polite way to do it. Is we're going to do it whether you want one or not. Um, if you, you know, what, we're going to we're going to do you one better because you are doing twelve dollars a year for Cinema Geekly Premium uh, and getting access to all those uh, the ridiculous amount of podcasts we're doing. Uh, by the way, this this last week we only only two got churned out out of the regular four, um, so it's another episode of the Gotham podcast and the uh, another Flashing Arrow. Podcast, you'll get
2: a but... you'll get a Doctor Who double shot this weekend. Uh,
0: yeah, there's more. There's more Who coming. There's more video gaming uh, podcast coming, and there's there's going to be a slew of other things that are going to pop up on there once some of these shows go into hiatus and things like that as well.
1: So,
2: is anyone else playing The Evil Within by any chance? I uh, um, haven't
1: yet. I will be.
2: Oh, uh, <sighs> yeah, it, it, it's a butt clencher, man.
1: I <laughs> hear it's scary. Yeah. Like see it's scary, and I don't like. <laughs> You're gonna hate this. I watched the Conjuring, and I I am gonna say I enjoyed it a lot, but I laughed a lot.
2: Yeah, I, I laughed the last fifteen minutes, but before that it was scary as shit.
1: <laughs> so I don't like that kinda like seeing the commercials evil within, I'm like, oh I mean, I'm sure it's good, but I don't like think I'm gonna sit there and piss myself like they make it look like I am right. going to
2: Well, I mean, it's only <laughs> like a drop or two.
1: Well they said that yeah, they said
0: that <laughs> alien, uh the alien isolation game is really scary as well. Um it looks really kind of poorly constructed, but I think that's what's uh, scary about it is that it took them so long to put it out and it I've seen, I've seen, I've seen people play through it though, and it really does look terrifying because the 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 xenomorph is essentially unstoppable, and if it ever if it spots you, you're dead. Essentially, like there's there's nothing you can do to get away from it or anything, and it is it's very creepy, and uh, it's only I mean, like, dead space gets to me. Yeah, I would, well, dead space is even kind of creepy. Yeah.
1: Oh, um, yeah, there's no sound. You just fucking turn around, and there's things trying to kill you. Yeah. yeah like, um, not not fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm only on day three of the
2: mission so far, and I'm assuming there's a lot more to go because I haven't been playing the game for very long. And there's been a few moments where it's just, whoa, like you, you swing back <laughs> and you punch like a couch pillow and just like, oh, you, you try to play it off all tough because your wife's sitting right there. <laughs> you don't want to look like you're timid, but you really are.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's let's get into this. Let's get into this shit. Let's let's cut the strings off the puppet, as it were, Aaron. Oh, sweet Jesus! What a day. You, uh, you uh, actually, our, our prophet of geeks, struck once again and found uh, a leaked Avengers two trailer. They were announcing this last week on Agents of Shield that they were going to uh, uh, debut it after Agents of Shield, uh, which would be today as we're recording this. Um, I did not get a chance to see the. The leaked version, because, Mar- I, look, Marvel gets so many kudos for this, because I, I'm trying to think of other places that have done it kind of like this. Most people usually just stick to their guns and, like, get that shit off. We're going to release it when we release it. Uh, but this didn't I, I really
2: expected another one of those letters. I was kind of looking forward to it, to be
0: honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, it leaked everywhere. And uh, Marvel's official Twitter account just tweeted out, damn it, Hydra was their tweet, yep. and then they just released the full HD version a week ahead of time, uh, and we got a, a glorious two minutes plus of the Age of Ultron trailer. Uh, oh, Aaron, and we're gonna... also, uh,
2: tonight, we get a, a never-before-seen from Avengers Age of Ultron during the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so they're still, there you go. they're still locking in to check out the episode, which, I mean, you know, I, I always am. Anyway, Yeah, we'd be so. doing anyway, sure. Right. <laughs> oh,
1: we're
0: DVRing it. Yeah, they're even a sucker, Glennon, so we can fast forward to the end to see the the clip.
1: <laughs> uh, so,
0: uh, Aaron hit us with the impressions, man. Uh, wh- what did you uh, wh- What did you think of the the follow up to the biggest uh, comic book movie of all time? At least, uh, at least, I, the I think they're going to shatter the, the box office
2: records. They said this movie oh. it, it looks so jive, fucking gigantic. I mean, gargantuan. I mean, just like in in the scope uh, of. The, the depths of this plot, they're taking James Spader, like, as we all knew going into it from his body at work, I mean, the dude can do creepy and he can do fucking evil better than almost anyone. Oh, and in man. just the little bit of motion capture they had for him and his voice, chills, man. Oh, my God. They could not have cast this role any perfectly. Uh, I'm amazed. Uh, the storylines under they're teasing – uh, there's a lot of great stuff in there. You see the twins, kind of, you know, you don't really know whose side they're going to be on at first. I mean, uh, oh, it, it, their powers have yet to be explored. You see, actually, in one part of the trailer, where Quicksilver saving Cap like from one of the Ultron droids. I mean, there's just there's so much going on there. It's like ripped straight from the pages, and just uh, my excitement, it didn't need any any stoking to to flame the fire. Uh, but goddamn, they just threw gasoline on it, man! Like an HD,
0: and oh, I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, Glenn, anything anything stick out to you? Favorite parts of this uh, really great trailer?
1: Uh I mean, w- we talked about it going into it, saying, uh, it was odd. We at first, it's it's odd that they chose James Spader, and then at the same time, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, and we we said it was going to be because of his voice. We said what's going to make it is his voice. He just has an incredible voice, and the mixing that they do with the auto-tune, like, the mechanical over it. Not so much the beginning, but, like, in the middle of the trailer. Right, uh, yeah. Which I'm assuming is taking place in that scene where he pulls up the Iron Man robot and just crushes its skull. Um, was just damn near perfect. Um, they're making a very skynet uh, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> nothing wrong with making something similar to Skynet. Uh, it, it's funny because... They showed you a lot without showing you anything. Um, You know, we got to see the... There there was a lot of, like, they showed you stuff, like, with the Hulkbuster, but you have almost zero reference with it, which is
2: awesome. Yeah, no context Uh, either. I mean, you don't know if maybe the Hulk was being controlled by by Scarlet Witch. I mean, like, oh, yeah, oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like watching a, like... I've probably watched the Interstellar trailer enough times to make up the two hour and forty nine minutes that is going to be the movie, <laughs> and I'm sure the I'm sure Avengers: Age of Ultron is also going to do that. I haven't just watch it the best parts
2: of Days of Confuse from McConaughey and then just picture him in space and have that be <laughs> well, your two Well, what I mean is
1: like they're both excellent trailers, but they they give me nothing as far as like the continuation of the film. There's things I know right. just because of, you know I've dived into it, but sure. It it's perfect uh just in the way of, of what it shows you just enough to pique your interest. You know, it's like a skirt. Long enough to cover the subject, short enough to keep it interesting. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I, that's just that's just how it is. And uh
2: Is that an official uh, fashion guideline?
1: That's sure. actually how I was explained to do an essay by my eighth grade English teacher.
0: <laughs> wow. The uh inter- eighth grade too, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Um but no, I mean it is it's awesome, like we said, it was it was going to be James Spader's voice, and the fact that like he walked on set, did his first take, and everyone just clapped. You know, as cheesy as it sounds, like now you now, now you understand. You know why? why. Yeah.
0: Um, every, everything about this clicks for me. It was like a a really brilliantly done trailer. Uh, it's, I mean, obviously, I think for, I don't know. This might be the best part for me is that uh, Marvel does have this thing now with Disney where they're able to use that Pinocchio song and holy (laughs) shit that they make that song creepy (laughs) as hell. Like when I read, it's one of those things we talked about before, right? Reading, reading a spoiler, um, but reading it out of context. Uh, Like when I, when I, when you read the, when I read the spoilers for Star Trek three and thought it sounded goofy, but then saw it in con or not Star Trek three, but Star Trek, the into darkness. And when I saw it in context, it was it was far better than. The I think text. you should have yelled context. <laughs> the context. There you go. The <laughs> um the um the same thing applies here. We we this was part of the the Comic Con trailer. Uh, they mentioned the Pinocchio song. Right. And I'm like, ooh, really? That sounds really. And uh, watching it here, babe, you know, in the in the proper context, it was so creepy, and it worked so good. Um, I don't really know if Ultron is going to be saying those lines in the movie. Like, they may have just been lines he dubbed for the trailer to make it all work together with the song.
2: Oh, no. Those are in
0: the movie. I mean, it, it could be for
2: sure. No, uh, well, th- th- from that that little bit of a teaser scene, we, we talked about where they were all picking up, uh, yeah. Thor's hammer and all that
0: stuff. Does like, he just quote this? Does he quote it or does he actually sing it?
2: That's what he actually says. Like that. That's what he says. Like in the scene description. Like those are the words he uses. That's, uh, you know, okay. like the whole scene where he's like the broken pieces and then shattering the Iron Man. Yeah, that's that's all movie.
0: Um. So and there's a there's a bunch of great shit. Uh, the Hulkbuster armor, obviously, oh, you know, it was man. crazy. Whoa. People have already, and
2: if you, you notice too, like from the announcements they had today, if you paid attention to the trailer, you can already start start to see the seeds. Oh, sure, of, what's, sure. of what's coming in in yeah. their
0: new slate of movies. Like, uh, we, holy we, shit, we we've already. Um, I, I I thought it was already pretty much kind of confirmed just by the look in the trailer, but the announcements that they've made, and we're going to talk about those in a minute as well, uh, essentially confirms uh, that Andy Serkis is playing Ulysses Claw. So yep, uh, that's that's a that's a confirmation right there i mean it was already i mean he already looked like versions of claw from the comics and um we've already heard about the the rumors of the vibranium thing and because in the comics ultron coats himself with adamantium right and they can't do that mm-hmm. uh, so they go with the next best uh metallic alloy in this case vibranium so uh yeah uh, and that offense uh, i think essentially was you know absolutely confirmed uh, by today's announcements as well but yeah there i mean there was that uh I, i've already seen the memes comparing this movie to uh tropic thunder where uh <laughs> where <Jimmy laughs> Jr. was a dude playing a dude as another because he he is in the hulkbuster armor but in his regular iron man armor as well and so. then he's ton- oh i love it he's a dude it's... in a suit and another suit he's a dude wearing a suit wearing another suit
1: um I hope it turns out better than Tropic Thunder. Are you
0: shitting me, Tropic Thunder? Uh, Tropic Thunder was great.
1: <laughs> there are there are really good moments. But if man, if, if there Les are Grossman shows up as some false. kind of a
2: senator in this fucking movie, I just my <laughs> I, I will never need to watch another film my entire life. That's it. I'm done. I don't know. I mean, he
1: gave us Gary Shanling, so <laughs> Oh Jesus. What happened
2: to him, and the older he gets, the more he looks like Admiral Akbar. Have you guys noticed that shit? <laughs> Like his bottom the lip stops arsenal. like stops like it rests on his nipples. Like it's ridiculous, man.
0: <laughs> he looks like a giant thumb. Hopefully he will hopefully he will appear in this new Avengers movie and play or you know, maybe better yet, yeah, JJ Abrams hears this. Cast him in one of the new Star Wars movies as that Black Bar. Or
2: fucking young Jabba man. Either way, get him in something <laughs> Muppety soon. Um
0: let's uh let's quickly put this out here as well. Aaron's got another uh another block review, this time a nerd block in which you <laughs> fantastically uh I haven't uh, watched it yet. You haven't oh. watched it yet? Okay, so it's <laughs> it's this this particular nerd block, apparently each item was handpicked by Kevin Smith. Correct. So uh Aaron's Aaron's review essentially uh he goes into the review uh by kind of recreating the beginning of Clerks. Correct. Uh which is <laughs> so great. Thank you. Essentially, yeah, what was, the story is you don't want to do another review, right? Like how Dante didn't want to go into work. I didn't want to go into work. I didn't want to do another review and
2: but I'm know, whoever, tired, know whoever yes. whoever was was calling me. Yeah, it was, you know, had a promise. It was Kevin Smith and then from there I begrudgingly got up and essentially uh, like it. when you see Dante getting ready for work, like those are the steps I would take to get ready for a review uh or very similar to the ones I take for a podcast
0: also, so. So, hand lube and uh some tissues. Yeah, and was then that the nasal a, was spray that a picture, also? was that a picture of John Berriman you were singing to? That uh, yeah, autographed even, yes. Oh, tremendous! <laughs> it's a really great. Yeah, people go check it out. It's on the. It's on Facebook. It's on the website. It's on his YouTube. Uh, his YouTube account, uh, Profit of Geek, on YouTube. So check it out. Um, so I'd the mar- love
1: to try and crash one of your reviews. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how. I mean, I mean, obviously I know how, but. Uh yeah, I'd love to just be in one of them for like three seconds. <laughs>
2: I uh I did just get a new horror block in the mail today, so there will be a new review coming up uh forthcoming. Um, a little bit of a teaser. It is Friday the Thirteenth themed. Oh. So I, I, it, I I've had a lot of fun uh, working on it so far today. So it. Uh,
0: will there be an in sync dance number this time around?
2: Uh, n- not in sync, but I, I I can uh allude oh, to the fact that that Crispin Glover did have a marvelous dance scene in <laughs> uh, a Friday the 15th film. So I'll just I'll leave that there, just dangling out there for you all to, to supple on
0: for a while. Um, so the other big piece of uh, Marvel news before uh, today crash landed in front of us Man. Uh, from Deadline is that Marvel has uh, apparently solved their Doctor Strange casting. We talked about this on the last podcast about who was on the list. And uh according to according to deadline, they picked one of the people who uh was on the uh was on that list, and it's Lord Benedict Cumberbatch the third. Oh, so dreamy. He was on he was on our list, and I, I believe uh the list was also uh Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. And um who was the other guy who was in the in the talks? Like it was like Tom well, like
2: Tom Hardy was one of them they mentioned also. Uh
0: who like, was, Ethan, uh, like,
2: like Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke, like Ethan Hawke was mentioned at one point. Joaquin Phoenix was apparently very deep in, but he couldn't yeah. uh, he couldn't commit. And uh, you know there were a couple of guys like Keanu Reeves was kind of pushing himself for it. Like LBC three and Tom Hardy were really like you know two of the of the leaders
0: to be is, picked. Uh, and, lo and behold, man, I mean he is uh, Aaron. He's embedding himself pretty deep here into the pop culture uh lexicon we may have to become Cumberbros. i don't know if they've got a term or not but that's that's the term i'm coming up with cumber bros um but i mean yeah man it, you mentioned what, what, what about
2: benedicts
0: benedicts <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good I'm coining that right we gotta start a hashtag right now, motherfucker. Well, well he did
0: he did mention he did mention on on the Graham Norton show that the, the female fans refer to themselves as Cumber bitches.
2: They do. Cumber bitches, and and yeah. I think I think Benedicts uh, as male fans it works very well actually. although
0: he did he did suggest for a more PC crowd Cumber Babes, but uh no, babes I come on. I think I think Benedict's and Cumber Bitches is are an awesome fan group.
2: They go hand in hand. I mean But yeah, I mean, it's...
0: yeah, dude, you, you mentioned it. He's you know, he's gone from, you know, two hundred twenty B Baker Street, uh, uh, you mentioned it, Man Middle Earth and Botany Bay. I mean he's been he's been some really big characters. Uh, and he's done them all really well. Yeah, I
2: mean, he, they, these would all be big roles just, you know, if they were outside of uh, – if they weren't also genre-specific. Spe- like but the fact that he's landing all these iconic roles, I mean, the, the guy, like, is amazing. So fuck yeah, let him be, you know, in a comic book franchise. Let him do Star Trek. Let him have Sherlock. I mean, you know, it, if if they needed to reboot fucking Van Helsing for, like, for the Universal, let him play Van Helsing or something. I mean, my God, it put him in everything. I love the guy. The, this casting is phenomenal. But whoever they – like – they have a tall order to to cast against him uh, as a someone who could be believable, like as a villain. as a
0: villain, right? That can they, that could they, be intimidating. They better start cutting checks of Gary Oldman right now, man. I <laughs> <laughs> or find um, Willem Dafoe or something like that. Somebody who can like re- reach him on the scale of of right. creepy, terrifyingness. Ray Fiennes
2: uh, maybe, but only if sure. he showed up as Voldemort, but like in some sort of armor.
1: <laughs> no he could also play play uh, his character in chindler's list oh geez. oh jesus just christ just a good old fashioned nazi hey,
0: glenn what did you uh what do you think of the casting <laughs> here for uh for benedict cumberbatch
1: i mean uh, look it, it's it's awesome it's incredible um i would have liked to have seen Joaquin. i think that would have been oh very, very unique what, yeah very different than what Benedict Cumberbatch and I would you know I'm I'm a Keanu Reeves fan I think also you know he does love this kind of stuff it would have been interesting apparently his action movie John John Wick is incredible yeah uh, it's getting awesome um, but no I mean it's it's awesome that he's doing this you know Benedict Cumberbatch and Marvel's I mean they're they're doing well with their casting they're casting people who are uh, who have seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike back and are following the Matt Damon Ben Affleck way of doing film you know Uh, get your franchise and do your, you know, do the big bucks and then do your art house independent, you know, Academy movies, which he's doing because now he's got the imitation game coming out, which looks very good um, and getting well received. So, no, I mean, he's uh, he's probably one of the hottest actors right now um, in a a lot of ways, as, as we've already discussed being Benedict's. Mm -hmm. uh no i mean it it is going to be a tall order who's going to play against them it's definitely have to be someone who also has that strong of a presence like i i guess mark strong uh, is also a very old man i mean yeah i mean gary Oldman would do it because he's basically said at this point in his life i just want money and the way (laughs) you get money is to be in these big movies so
2: you think glenn close is texting him right now i'll be like bro do it Oh, they don't really see him yet. Just like, all right, now we're good.
1: It's like, the... no, I mean, he he sold his soul when he started doing, you know, like <laughs> the Dark Knight, and then and then you know we went into, you know, Dawn of the Planet I'm of the like, Apes, RoboCop. He was one of the
2: few highlights in the in that
0: in that franchise. I no, Gary. I think Gary Oldman's been good in those movies, but
1: yeah. He's oh no, just... no, no, I'm saying he he sold his soul. He doesn't like it's not like he doesn't try. I mean, Gary Oldman's probably one of my favorite actors because he literally has a voice for every single movie he does. Sure, yeah. and, I
0: think your thing, I think your point is that he's just t- he'll you throw a movie in front of him, he'll take it.
1: Yeah, he'll take it, and he will do awesome in it. Uh, like Liam so, Neeson,
2: man, that guy's yeah.
1: fucking everywhere. Every goddamn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. it you know, we find with Liam Neeson being the bad guy in this. Um sure, yeah. Dude, that'd be all right. A Limey versus a, you know, Irishman, I'm fine with that. Uh no, it's it's awesome casting. I you know, we'll kind of see how it goes. Uh uh yeah, I mean, it's they definitely I mean as we'll talk about, they definitely dropped the bomb today though.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. Um and, oh, and speaking of Cumberbatch by the way, just to throw it out there. Uh I I was talking about the, his appearance on Graham Norton. Apparently, he also with a a, a smile and a wink. Uh, opted for no comment when asked about if he'll be in the third Star Trek movie. So, oh. uh, he, so he could be. He could be Mother showing up again, it. which I would not be upset with if that were to happen again. I'm sure no. many Star Trek fans would be pissed, but I would not give a shit. He was amazing. Um, so let's talk about the big bomb that Marvel dropped. Uh, Glenn, is it? Uh, although I, <laughs> I, I think, uh, are we, are we going to? are comic book fans going to throw DC a bone here and allow them to just go with well Marvel's just copying what DC did now because everybody remembers last week DC dropped uh, like the next 75 movies are going to do until the end of the universe and uh Marvel is doing the same here where <laughs> they have announced all of their phase 3 movies and uh it's quite the list. Let's run down the list real quick before we do that. Obviously uh Avengers Age of Ultron is coming and then after that is Ant-Man so everybody's aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, here is the following schedule Marvel released um, the dates and the names of all of the movies, with the exception of the sequel for Guardians of the Galaxy, which does not yet have a title. Um, So May sixth, twenty sixteen, is Captain America three: Civil War. So that's official. Mm. That's official. Oh. Starting that storyline. So oh. <laughs> Aaron's good. I hope. God you, damn it! I hope. You oh, save, God! I, I hope you save some tissue paper from. Oh no! I'm letting this one soak in everywhere. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> November fourth, twenty sixteen, is Doctor Strange. Obviously, we knew that uh, that was going to be coming out, oh, um, and that's now with the cast uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in that role. May fifth, twenty seventeen, is the Guardians of the Galaxy sequel, um, and uh, we don't know exactly what that story is going to be. Aaron, do you know what the what the most obvious story they would go with for Guardians of the Galaxy uh, uh, would be? Yeah, finding out who
2: Peter Quill's father is, I mean, we obviously know he's not going to be, you know, uh, he's not going to be, you know, Jason, like, that's not going to be his father, like, from all indications, like, you know, because, as we've talked about before, where his mother called him, like, her little ball of light, I think his dad's going to be Adam Warlock, so essentially, that'll be a way how they make in, like, more of a cosmic kind of uh, expansion to the universe, so I I think that'll be what it is, essentially, they're trying to figure out, like, you know, who his dad is, and, you know. They're going about their shenanigans across the universe.
0: Um, And if it's not this movie, it'll probably be the movie after it, July 28th, 2017, Thor Ragnarok, Mm. which is, if it's not Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it'll be in Thor, where I presume Thanos will achieve all of his Infinity Gems for the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, Presumably he would have them by then, uh, but you never know, we'll see. Um, Given what they're going to do with the next Avengers movie, um, it might not happen until then. Um, so the confer- uh, By the way, Aaron, real quick on the Ragnarok thing. What is that story about?
2: Uh, it depends. I mean, if they're going to go for the old Norse kind of thing, you know, it, it's the end of the world essentially, where Thor has to stop uh, the apocalypse. But if they go with the comic version, uh, during uh, Civil War, like Thor went missing for a while. So Iron Man, when the Avengers first formed, uh, first formed, uh, stole some of Thor's hair and essentially creates uh, a cyborg Thor. Really? Who, beca- <laughs> yes, who becomes yes, a bad guy, yes, yes. and he, he then he goes by the name Ragnarok when World Thor comes back like that. Uh, wow, I wonder if that's what they're gonna do. That seems I, that seems know, out a, there. A, as awesome as it sounds, like in my head to see that. I, I fucking hope that's not what they're doing, and they're yeah, gonna that go with a little like, too cheap. They're, they're gonna go with like you know a couple more of the of the outside worlds like you know we're gonna see like Surtur, you know just something like it's got to be you know or, or heim, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it, it's got to be something like that it, it, it can't be fucking cyborg Thor oh I really hope
0: it's not um so we've got and after that the uh, the confirmation of Andy Serkis's character obviously November third twenty seventeen <laughs> is finally the Black Panther movie. And uh the I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but apparently the oh, casting yep. is Chadwick Bozeman who uh was really great in uh, forty two, the Jackie Robinson picture. Yeah. Um And he's uh, good in that awful draft day movie. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, Chadwick Bozeman, he's he's great. Um and I think that's an awesome, awesome pick for Black Panther. So that's probably gonna be an origin story, I think. Yeah. But I've but heard we,
2: that... but we know for sure he's like he came out during Like they had they had Chris uh, Chris Evans Robert Downey Jr. do a face-off for Captain America Civil War, and then they brought Chadwick Boseman out and they said Black Panther is going to be in this movie. Now, just because they said he's going to be in that movie, doesn't mean he won't be like in the post credit sting for Avengers Age of Ultron. Because I'm assuming like you know, that'll be like if they show Wakanda because that's be where they're going. And you list and
0: everything in the movie. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. So the I think he'll be the post the post credits
0: uh, post credits tease. Yes. Um I'll, and I and I have heard the rumors, by the way, that um they've talked about maybe not doing any more origin stories, starting with like Doctor Strange. Right. They might not actually do an origin story. Thank God. Um, like they might do something that sets up like who the character is, but it won't be an it won't be a an origin story. Yeah, you're not gonna meet them all when they're six. Like you're gonna meet them like when they're twenty or whatever
2: age are when they get their powers, or maybe they're already, you know, kind of established, you know.
0: Right. Um I like it. After that, we've got May 4th, 2018 for Avengers Infinity War Part 1, uh, which is, you know, now that I think about it, if they're splitting these into parts, it's entirely possible that Infinity War Part 1 is when Thanos attains all of his yep. uh, power. Um, now, here's the thing that I have found most interesting, is the next announcement, is for July 6th, 2018, is Captain Marvel. Now, Love it. I, I could have sworn, Aaron, that DC also has a Captain Marvel. How on earth do both of these people have a character with the same name and there's not some sort of like crazy-ass litigation bullshit happening around it? You're
1: wrong. There is. There's been litigation for about
0: (laughs) 70 years.
1: Okay, well then,
0: um, it appears... Well, if there is litigation, it appears Marvel is one because they're using the name Captain Marvel, whereas DC is calling their picture Shazam. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, they kind of got away from it as it went along the years, just because of the the comics brand of Marvel. They've hmm. slowly gone gone away from it, which, which is smart. I mean, it makes sense.
0: Um, so, um, has, has Captain Marvel in the in the comics been male and female, or has it always been female? uh in the different
2: marvel universes like it's been both male and female and i want to say they've announced for this that
0: it's going to be a female for this
2: right yeah and 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 that's sticking more to you know like her her actual like origin story and i want to say uh captain marvel for marvel was
0: in the 60s i think the dc one came along later okay um any any uh any ideas for who you'd like to see play captain marvel
2: uh no, but a, a lot of fancasters like uh the female lead from uh from Chuck. Mhm. Uh I, I forget her name, but a lot of a lot of fancasters always throw her in like as her choice. Uh I think Katie Sackhoff would be great too. Oh, uh, get fucking Starbuck in there. Yes. Yeah, that, that that that'd be my 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 casting in a perfect world.
0: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and then the Inhumans. Uh, uh, right yep that's
0: that, yep. That's the uh, that's the next one is uh, November second, twenty eighteen is Inhumans, um, and that's the uh, their I don't know, that's their thing for mutants that they can't say mutants, right? So, correct. Um, so who is usually in that group? Like the Black Bolt, uh,
2: his voice is so powerful. Like you know, with a whisper, he could essentially like destroy the entire Earth. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. <laughs> my phone got so mad at yeah, that question
0: we lost no. we lost glenn and now he's oh, okay.
1: where, oh, okay, where did yeah. i cut off at oh no <laughs> we were we, we
0: were we were talking about we were talking about captain marvel and who we who would because they're going to go with a female lead for this version yeah
1: yeah yeah so, yeah. and who, I mean, and who
0: and we were going with who we thought would be um nice. a good choice aaron and i uh aaron and i both uh uh were fairly excited about the idea of katie sackhoff possibly doing it from Battlestar Galactica
1: and she she's kind of old then.
0: She would oh, be a little older, for sure. <laughs> she would be a little older though. I mean that is that's uh <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean I mean we're we're approaching 2015 fairly rapidly so it'd be about, you know, 3 years. Yeah. Um so it's not too bad. Um but yeah. About 37. They might they may they may go with the younger option. But boy, she looks the part too. Um and yeah, we already mentioned Inhumans. Um. So, Aaron, yeah, you were running down the list of who's usually in the Inhumans or who they might include in this. Yeah, uh, let me out, You know, the, the King of the Inhumans, uh, super
2: strong voice. Uh, I, I want to say his wife is his cousin, but I, I don't think it's going to be the case uh, in the movies. An
1: Alabama superhero? <laughs> oh,
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she, she, her hair does something like you know, kind of cool. Uh, you know, there's a whole list of, of essentially, you know, they're, they're mutants who can, who basically turn into like, you know, giant bulldogs or they have like, you know, super awesome powers or mm-hmm. they get to be strong. They get to turn into liquid. I mean, you know, they could be fucking anything essentially. Like, you know, if they ever had an idea for a mutant that was too weird, they made it in, in Inhuman essentially. <laughs> uh, So, you know, that's what you can expect, but, uh, it, it's still a great cast. It's essentially going to be like, you know, if you're throwing together X-Men and Guardians of the Galaxy, it's going to be. Like, the Guardian's kind of weird and quirky, uh, but, you know, with, like, the superhero team kind of feel.
0: So do they have the mutant who can only uh, who can only cloak himself by looking like Shia LaBeouf? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a really weird superhero. I think we could pitch it,
2: and he, his name could just be LaBeouf. Like, that's just what they call him in the movie. Like,
0: like that's how, he, when he gets scared, he turns into Shia LaBeouf. But you know what? Camouflage. We could have,
2: uh, what's the Chris Klein play him oh amazing i guarantee oh. he's, he's available and the guy's big oh, yeah, enough. He, he looks like he could right? be a superhero he's free
0: oh yeah yeah i mean uh <laughs> i mean he swept my kitchen earlier today but after that i mean we paid him he's out the door so <laughs> right uh
1: and now that wilfred's over with he can't get that paycheck Oh sure um, maybe, I don't know how big those fx paychecks are
2: do you think he just hangs around grand haven like the hot dog stand over there just
1: like hey i was an american pie want to buy me a dog I mean, I'm not the guy who fucked the pie. I I, I gave him the idea. Uh, so essentially, I am the effect of American Pie yeah. by you I went straight off pie. onto
2: a Twinkie, and I just figured, hey, pie'd be funny. So I there figured, we go.
0: I figured people wouldn't recognize him, so he has to say like, "I'm the worst person who was in American Pie," <laughs> which is I don't know. January oh, Jones was in an American Pie movie. I mean, I mean, it's a really it's a really low bar, but uh, he is very good at Limbo. So uh, Avengers. Football. Remember that, me and old fool J. It was pretty cool. Uh, May third, twenty nineteen, is Avengers: Infinity War Part Two. Um, so, Aaron, what do you think, man? They're stealing DC's idea of splitting up their team-up movie. Uh, <laughs> a, a movie of this scope, that they're going to have
2: to, because you know they're going to. That's when they're going to bring in everything, essentially under the Marvel umbrella to fight Thanos. Like, well, in uh, the yeah, they're, they're, so it's, uh,
0: they were. They didn't go into specifics, but they did kind of. Uh, mentioned that they were considering it a, a crossover movie. So it's entirely possible every single living person who's been in an Avengers movie or uh, a Marvel movie who is still alive would pro- possibly be in one or both of those uh, Infinity War movies. So I'm. And you gotta figure that cast, mm-hmm. man
2: of the the infinity wars movies you get what a, figure, a
0: ridiculous
1: f- cast yeah are you kidding some
2: me heavy fucking blockbusting goddamn names on that list like holy
1: shit thank god they got disney fun this bitch because right?
2: <laughs> oh yeah no you get shit figure by that time too like th- there might be some sweet kind of 5d technology
0: oh sure where well, we can i mean they're they're just, gonna yeah, like this, like the movie theater budget. shifts
2: and tilts and sprays you with mist every time something blows up you know what i mean
1: I mean, the only thing that's missing from, like, this second part, or where this two-part movie is James Cameron directing it. Oh, because, sure holy yeah. hell, this budget is going to be ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I'm just, I didn't even really think about it when you, because I was thinking about it in terms of characters, right? But when you start thinking about it in terms of, like, the acting, uh, the acting talent that's going to be all sharing the screen in those movies, you know, that's I mean, ridiculous, especially when you start adding in, like, you know, the, Robert
1: Downey Jr. is going to want like $150 million for this picture. Totally so, yeah. They'll just have I to mean, buy him a country. Like, literally just give him a country yeah. for him to fucking do it. Well, then he could just be Dr. Doom if we're going to do that. Oh just, my God. how great just, would that
0: be? They'll just <laughs> build him the Stark Mansion for real and just let him keep it. Like on a <laughs> hill in Hawaii. Well, they did give
1: him the A from the tower, so...
0: There you go. Um, so... Uh, Aaron, compare and contrast this to the DC lineup that we got, uh, for you, like, um, does this, uh, I, I, it does feel like they're. I mean, cause Marvel's already really well established. So it feels like they're taking a lot less risk here with a lot of these movie announcements, but is there anything that sticks out to you? That was, that gives you like a twinge of like, oh, it'd be interesting to see if they can pull that off
2: not so far no cuz you know like you said they've done it smartly like they they laid the groundwork that DC's trying to you know obviously follow uh but what they've done with this whole slate of films is you know there's not really a lot of unknowns we know to expect in civil war like Captain America and Iron Man you know face to face with Black Panther and you can assume since it's a civil war almost every superhero in the Marvel universe is going to be in you know in that movie at one point or another we know Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be Doc Strange, so you know that's a, a given. The guy's going to be a, a box office draw. You know everyone loves him. Guardians of the Galaxy two, you already know that one's going to be mega. A third floor movie, again, monstrous. By that time, Chadwick Boseman will have been in more than one Marvel movie, and you know the guy on his own is amazing in what he does. So that's mm-hmm. going to be monstrously huge. And then you get to the Avengers: Infinity War Part One, and at that point, that's going to be everybody all going after Thanos. Uh, so really in that time, the time they have to start to develop late Easter eggs for Captain Marvel and the Inhumans and get those movie casts, like, it's just, uh, there's no way any of these movies fails. I, I just, I can't see it. I mean, it's not like where with DC, there's already that sort of disproven track record where, you know, they have to relaunch, you know, Green Lantern, uh, they have to launch everything essentially. Yeah, it's a, yeah. The cyborg you know, is is playing, being played by by a very you know an unknown. People hate the flash casting. Wonder Woman you know, has remains to be seen. So there's a lot more question marks uh, for DC than there's for Marvel. Like it, yeah. it feels like smart money from Marvel um,
0: uh, in my book. My only questions probably lie with the Captain Marvel and the Inhumans movies because those are more unknown property, and you know obviously female superhero movie has yet to be done well. Uh, and DC's obviously going to get their first crack at it with the Wonder Woman picture, um, so that's obviously a question mark whether or not they're going to be able to handle that. And uh, the Inhumans thing again is kind of an unknown property, but you know, God, it's so hard to I you know I want to be a little questionable on it, but you know, we were questionable about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, how the hell are they going to make a, a talking raccoon in a tree that only says three words? How are they going to make that you know a, appealable to everybody and Holy shit! They did it in spades. Right. Uh, so and think too
2: with the Marvel Universe. I mean, you know, they have dominant female heroes like already going. Like the, the Wonder Woman will be it for D C. So I mean, I, I think yeah. Marvel took a chance to to launch Captain Marvel like in a solo outing. Game. You know, people are, are already used. Uh, uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Are already used to you know seeing Black Widow kick ass. They're already used to seeing Gamora do it. They're already used to seeing Sif. I mean, so I think them doing a, a spinoff. You know superhero movie led by with a, well, it,
0: with a focus. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, think
2: that, yeah, it may, it makes perfect sense. And you know, they're going to, they're going to hinge, you know, the character will be a, a monstrous part of the infinity Wars movie. So I think they'll hinge that success off for a spinoff. So it, right. uh, it, it ah, it's a smart planet. God damn. It's, Oh, such an exciting time. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. It's no matter which side you're on. It's, it's to, to be honest, you're better off being in the middle. Uh, right. so that's why you can enjoy all of this shit as it comes at you. Um, Glenn, what, what's your take on all these announcements? What's what sticks out to you is stuff you can't wait to see. What uh, what sticks out to you is you know maybe not such a great idea.
1: Um, I wouldn't. We, we you you know you've said a couple of times and kind of jokingly in the fact that they're they're stealing from DC as far as this plan. I, I can't. I, Obviously, if you're launching something this big, you've had this in the works for quite some time. Oh, sure, yeah, and I'm sure Kevin Feige's
0: you know, probably got this like on a giant, like like how the Flash has all that shit on his wall <laughs> detailing his his mother's murder and shit. I'm sure Feige's got something up on his wall, like with Marvel going to like 2050.
2: Well, he he did say that Captain uh, Captain Marvel's been in development, you know, almost as long as any other project they've got. So sure. Um. No, I mean
1: there there's. I mean like you know they've they've done pretty well in in these movies, and so that carries a lot of weight um you know i i don't i would say the first phase no there's not really any duds, but there's i mean i enjoy thor um it's mm-hmm. definitely the weakest of them um and then there's the montage film that is Captain America uh but i mean they they did i mean the Avengers was so good that they are able to carry that weight over and it's worked you know tremendously yeah. uh they found the right star in robert downey jr to carry this whole entire cinematic universe um you know it's very lucky because it could have been tom cruise <laughs> oh my god really and what did it uh, what uh, did it was he like in one of the other people and
0: because that's one of the things i've never looked into because i didn't uh iron man was a movie i saw on a whim because we were bored one day and we're like, well, we're hearing good word of mouth. Because that's, I think that's how the movie did its bank. Because people were like, holy shit, you got to go see this. It's really good. Like, it caught a lot of people off guard. I don't know. The, who were the it other? Was, it, it was full midnight show I was at. I fucking tell yeah, you I that. Yeah, I mean,
1: it wasn't, it, it was definitely anticipated in the fact that, like, the, you know, well, that no, was kind it, of. Right. But no, what
0: I'm saying is that it rolled because of the word of yeah. mouth. Like, people who weren't, who didn't give a shit you know, started going. Like I didn't give a shit, but then people were like, No, you should
1: really go check it out. It was able to dominate the month of May just right? like yeah. the Toby Maguire Spider Man movie did. Like it wasn't so much the numbers when it first came out. It was and just like Gardens of Galaxy. It was the sustainability it had for a month. Um and it basically owned the summer up until July when The Dark Knight came out. And then it was just like, well well, there goes that. Um but by then, you know, it's been out for two months and it made its money. And that's that's the biggest thing with Marvel is they have a lot of they have a lot of smart and 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 interesting people in charge of these properties. I mean, Joss Whedon actually comes from comics. He has two very successful comic book runs that were very successful TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so he under he you know he understands the material better than someone like again Zack Snyder. He may like the material, but at the same time, he's never been a part of that. Right. And some of the best people that were working at d c that developed a lot of these great story arcs now work for Marvel at some you know at some capacity and Jeff Loeb is one of the creative directors for television uh, uh, over at Marvel now and he's probably one of the best writers they've ever had right. and that's pro and that's the biggest thing with d c is i mean now the guy who is running the d c department um is Jeff Johns, who is an excellent writer. I mean his storylines the last 15 years are outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes over to the TV side, they just don't have that structure. They've had, they have everything so splintered that they don't have that one voice to carry out like a Kevin Feige. There isn't that one guy who just, you know, who says this and is going to carry it over. And as far as I know and what we've seen, it's Zack Snyder. And that's, that's not good enough. You shouldn't turn over an entire movie franchise to someone who made a visually striking, uh, 300 movie and a very faithful albeit controversial Watchmen movie. Yeah. I, I think um, Affleck gets the reins before not too long to be honest. And, and he should. I mean this yes, I don't I don't necessarily want him in front of the camera but goddamn it behind the camera the guy's just gold now. <laughs> Come um, on.
2: The town w- was amazing. Yeah, he was good yeah, in the that's town.
1: That's why he directed it. I mean yeah. he is good in the town. I don't think he's that great in Argo but it's a good movie. <laughs> no, I think Argo is a great movie. Yeah, I don't think he was
0: like amazing in it, but you know, I, yeah, no. The, I mean, the track record seems to indicate if he directs it and he's directing himself, he's usually yeah. good. And and
1: that, if that's what it turns out, but that's what I mean is like who's the who's the producer? Who's the mega producer behind all of this that's going to roll these out? I mean, hell, I don't know why they wouldn't just turn it over to Bruce Tim because what that guy's done to their animation department for thirty years, right? Uh, I mean, the guy's single hand. I mean, I, you know, I always say like their animated stuff is absolutely amazing. I. You can you can like the Marvel stuff, whatever. That's fine. It it's definitely more kid friendly. But I mean, Bruce Tim. Whenever I see his name for those anime, it's like it's gonna be good. That's been DC's I mean,
0: best work, is yeah, the, yeah. It's the
1: anime, and, and that's stuff. and that's their problem. Is they they seem so divided, which is odd because you know Warner Brothers is you know it's them and Disney. They're the two biggest boys on the block, right. um, and that and they constantly go at each other. And that's that's what makes these these things great. Right. Um, the other thing is, you know, with the casting, it, Marvel's chosen names that, you know, they don't have to necessarily be the biggest names, but, you know, they've rejuvenated a lot of people's careers. They rejuvenated I mean, Robert Downey Jr., of course, Chris Evans, um, you know, just these people who had talent and then and had, you know, a couple right. of good movies and then they go and then they launched are car-
0: launching careers of uh yeah of you know like uh tom hiddleston and uh chris hemsworth chris hemsworth uh chris pratt chris pratt Uh, yeah the list goes on i mean they're yeah uh, if if they're not rejuvenating they're they're igniting by god batista can't forget him sure yeah
1: and that's and that's (laughs) the problem with dc they've chose a lot of these unknown outside of ben affleck but that's just people being dumb not liking him uh just because they keep thinking Daredevil, which is 10 years ago, What's think about or, the or Oscar cheesy, that we
0: won? Yeah. I,
2: I keep yeah. telling people, watch the director's cut of Daredevil and <laughs> tell me that that is not hands down one of the best Marvel movies they have done. But yeah, I kinda, it's just, gotta
1: seek this out because the seen... director's cut is really fucking good, man. Yeah, it's I'm not, not bad. It, it, it's much better. It's not yes, like, you know, a heaven good director's cut, but it, it's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or uh, requiem for a dream director's cut. Good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's um,
0: ass scene. For yeah, right. <laughs>
1: you no, know, this Marvel's done a really smart job of how they've handled it. I mean, they've have they have interesting people who are able to put their own stamps behind the camera. You know, people like James Gunn. I mean, Kenneth Branagh for Christ's sakes. Like, yes. I never would have thought of that guy making a movie, albeit his wasn't that you know it's definitely one of the weaker ones but it's not bad and i mean i can't believe they gave joe johnson a whack at it but um you know alan taylor the guy who did the first two seasons whatever game of thrones Thrones, i mean mean, he was he was great too yeah yeah they're very they're very smart how they're doing and it's just with dc i don't they look at scope and that's I mean, outside of the Nolan stuff, I mean, he was kind of an unknown, mm-hmm. and that's always been DC's thing, outside of Ryan Reynolds, I mean, you look at the cast of Batman Begins, and the the main people are, you know, besides, like, Michael Caine and Gary Oldman, but, I mean, at that point, Christian Bale, what, voiced someone in Pocahontas and played American Psycho and is in that Dragon movie with Matthew McConaughey? I mean, sure. that was that it was, was in the mechanic. And Yeah, The
2: Machinist, yeah. Oh, the Machinist, right, right, right.
1: And, but mechanic. that came out the same year as Batman Begins. Oh, that's I mean, right. Yeah, so it's like, you know, and look at his career now. He's one of the best working actors these days. Sure. Um, and that's that's just DC's problem is uh, as awesome as Jason. I mean, he's perfect to be Aquaman, and he sounds pretty stoked to be it. Mm-hmm. No one no one knows that name. Now I say Drago, and they're like, holy fuck, that oh, guy? Oh, that guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's just. Do you I don't, think that's I mean, how they're
2: going to bill him is Game of Thrones, Carl Drago, Jason Momoa as Aquaman? It, like, it's going to be that on the poster, isn't it?
0: I mean. You saw that, him ride a horse. Now see him ride a shark. Right. That's got to go to, like. <laughs> see him ride a seahorse.
1: That, that's the thing <laughs> so is, like, Aquaman, they've got. I mean, it has to be. I think that movie should be given the biggest budget, and it should be given, like, the, the best people behind it, because that's it the one. The hope, yeah.
2: Let if James Cameron do that, it. That seems like a no-brainer.
1: Yeah. Oh, my if, goodness. If, if that one works, then I everything else is okay. Not sure.
0: Just... Not sure if serious or a joke, Aaron, because <laughs> it works both ways. It works both ways so well. Oh, it'll <laughs> be successful, but it won't be good. He loves <laughs> his underwater stuff. That that's why I suggested him.
1: <laughs> just admit, it's the abyss too. Like instead of them, it's uh-huh. aliens down there. They come it's across. It's the closest it. we're
2: gonna fucking get. So might as well. well Blu-ray <laughs> the abyss. That's right, Jim So The director's <laughs> cut Blue ray Yeah, fuck you, Jim. You piece of shit.
1: But no, that's just that's the big. There's so much unknown for DC because they made so many standalones for so long, and they never thought of it as tying together. And that was the best thing about kevin Feige, he came in and he when he became in charge of the marvel mm-hmm. studios he was like we shouldn't have sold these rights we're going to build something here right and and
0: the way there and it's not even it's not even to me it's not even fair really to compare the marvel and the dc stuff right now because um it's it's you know like how sometimes we want to we're tempted to compare when we're talking about gotham to like say arrow um arrow's got three seasons of of yeah. uh, of mythos to it now. They've they've got characters that they've built up. They've got stories that they've built up. Um, that's a show that's in the middle of its stride. Where Gotham is a show that's just getting started. We haven't really seen what DC can do yet. They've they're going to be launching that. Whereas Marvel, you know, we've mentioned this. This is this is their third phase already. Um, so they're already well into their uh, their mythos has already been built. They've already you know you know. So it's kind of unfair to compare them at this point because one got off to such a larger step. Um, it's just, it's such a, you know, they're just so far ahead of DC that it's kind of not really fair to compare because they've, you know, the, they, all these movies seem like safe choices because they're already, most of them are already proven properties. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cap- Captain America, guardians of the galaxy. I think Explorer, just the fact that Adventure it says Marvel proven.
2: presents makes it a, you oh, know, sure, a, sure. a proven property. <laughs> well,
0: sure. But I mean, you know, uh, one, two, three, four of those, uh, four of those titles have already proven uh, you know, they've been released in theaters and those right. names have already garnered money and uh, positive reviews and things like that. Um, yeah. So they can, you know, whereas DC, none of those things for the most part, none of Not those. Not to things mention
2: the fact too, that, that Kevin Feig has he's come out and said, uh, you know, even though the Hulk doesn't have his own movie, he's right. going to be very heavily featured in a lot of those movies. Yeah.
1: And that's good. Because, and he yes. like, he's willing to understand the fact that the Hulk shouldn't be the main focus. Right. And they oh, and, like they're oh, they're I smart about using them, and that's kind of mm. what I'm excited about these like with the DC stuff is like outside of this Batman verse. if if they make every Superman and Batman movie these team up team ups and it's like Public Enemies or Supergirl slash Apocalypse that's right. fine but I, I'm glad that they're not it seems like they're trying to limit themselves slightly on the Batman crutch and I mean yeah. that's ballsy. And that, I mean, that's just that's a part of Jeff Johns. I mean, Jeff Johns' biggest thing is the Blackest Night run, um, and that's that's Green Lantern. Right. So, I mean, as far as the creative side, I am excited for DC. It's just they they're way they're just way behind. It's and hard to it's hard to be super. We'll see where excited, we're at in like right? four years.
0: Right. It's it's hard I mean, to it's, be super excited because as like you know we're we're on a website called Cinema Geekly. Obviously, we're crazy about this sort of thing but at the same time we also kind of know what it's like to raise your bar too high i mean every lots of people remember uh the hype surrounding star wars episode one they just figured it's star wars it's a new star wars movie holy shit everyone go nuts um and then everybody remembers how let down they were people were the same way when they were going to reboot superman recently now yes a lot of people did like it i i enjoyed it as well but i'm you know, I don't know what kind of solace you can take in that because I haven't liked any Superman movie up until that movie. Uh, so it's, it's you know, all the other people that liked all the other Superman movies thought this was shit. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and so in that regard, people were let down in, in, in that way. And it's hard to be
1: really they just got off
0: to a good start. Right. It's, was... it's hard to be. They got off to a mediocre start. It's yeah. not like. wasn't like. Marvel Man's... got
1: off to a great start with Iron Man. Right. This would be like if Thor was the first one that right. came out. Man, Man, of Steel wasn't a big pile
0: of shit or anything like that. It was, it was, to- <laughs> it was totally fine. Um, it, it was just not, you know, it wasn't what Iron Man was. Oh, when that oh! Uh,
2: can I say something too, like uh, about that leak that's going around where everyone's thinking like uh, Jenna Malone's going to be Robin? Hmm. I uh, like... shot down finally. Uh, I, I don't. It hasn't been shot down. It's obvious obviously in the movie. Yes, she's redheaded. Yeah, does she somewhat resemble like a an older version of Carrie Kelly? You know, sure. But Carrie Kelly at the time, you know, when Bruce Wayne is fifty-five, is supposed to be a thirteen-year-old kid. It's very much yeah. supposed to be like a Robin. Robin. So I don't think she's going to be Robin. I think she could be someone like we haven't even considered yet. Maybe she's going to be Oracle. Well,
1: possibly, yeah. Oh, yeah, She's yeah. redheaded. Oh God, forbid exactly. She's not that <laughs> Oracle's uh,
0: right. Jim Gordon's daughter right yeah yeah a, adopted for, daughter
2: yeah like former you know batgirl then you know i mean so i i think that oh. would be more befitting just given jenna malone's age alone
0: yeah um okay and, so and plus
2: that leaves the door open for you know you have a goddamn nightwing i mean lit.
1: fuck there you go
0: there's going to be a billion people in that batman vs superman movie it seems like anyway like i don't yeah. know how they're going to control all of it but i, I mean there's I think... a billion people in the avengers <laughs> well there there it feels like there's but i don't know but, to but me, they've
2: all been established like essentially, uh, yeah, they, they're, they're gonna were, have to get yeah superman <laughs> is literally gonna have to do like a a, a muppet style montage scene where he takes a van around and picks up everyone else right. like in the van and he's like oh hey cyborg here's the flash you know what i mean like that they're gonna have no time to introduce yeah, you're fucking any better than that that's
1: that's kind of why i feel like this movie is gonna be like public enemies where it's batman and Superman, like they actually team up but whatever but they go around and then you kind of see the other worlds the other because they, right. they go to the other places and that's so it's like oh let's stop by Atlantis let's stop right. by like it, you know like as on their way of destroying Lex Luthor as president like it was you know if it's something <laughs> similar to that uh that would have You guys heard me,
2: that uh Eisenberg is uh apparently a to join the back, suicide yeah, squad? Wait what? He, really not? Uh, yeah, he's apparently he talks to join the Suicide Squad, like the movie they're doing, as Lex Luthor. As Lex Luthor, I don't think they understand the Suicide Squad. I don't. <laughs> but, I don't <laughs> think they
1: know that word. Well, we'll yeah. see. <laughs>
2: I don't think they do either, but that that's apparently the uh, the newest uh, tidbit of news to come out on the DC front. So it, uh, it's an exciting time for all of us in general. But I definitely think that, just like we've been talking about, given Marvel's track record, it it seems like a no brainer what they're doing, what they just announced today.
1: What's the one you're most excited for in the DC? Side? Like I've said, like I think they could, like if they made Suicide Squad right, it could be their Guardians. Yeah, and that's the one I'm. I mean. Aquaman's probably the most like I have to know what this is gonna turn into. With Momoa uh, with Momoa in it,
0: it's gotta be like one of the more recent runs of the comic, right? Where he's you know, like the long haired, more badass version. Right. It's yeah. got what they're a man between, between
1: two worlds, basically. Right, they have an right. animated movie that's basically gonna sum up what this movie's gonna be. I'm actually
2: Billionaire by Land, King of the Fish, you know, like in the water. <laughs>
0: That's the one yeah. I'm. Uh, that's the one I'm most looking forward to, because uh, that's to me. That's their. Um, I mean, f- fuck Green Lantern. I mean, yes, they had that bad movie, but I. <laughs> to me, Aquaman is out of all their brands the one that is far more damaged than any of their other brands, because that's the butt of the joke all the time. So, to me, I'm I'm the most excited to see how they try to turn that on its head, because they have to. There's there's no way they can. I I think it would be bad if they even referenced any jokes or anything like that. I think it would be. A really terrible idea to do that. Like the last thing you want to do is remind people that Aquaman's the butt of the jokes.
1: Like, uh, oh, what do you do? Mess with the fish. And then he could just do like Injustice Gods Among Us and just throws this throws his trident down and just has a shark just rip you to shreds. <laughs> I would be fine if they did that joke. Like, oh, you're lame, <laughs> you like fishes, and then he just like just destroys them with bacteria. Sure. That also yeah. happens. He is he has physically done that.
0: Um, we should totally wrap this up though. Um, and if people do want, uh, want us to talk more about this, we're, we're opening up the mailbag for the Halloween episode. We're going to talk about horror movies and stuff too, but we're going to dive into the mailbag. So if people want to send us some more stuff, if there's more shit you're curious about with these Marvel movies or the DC movies, info at cinema com. send the emails and, uh, we will, we'll read and discuss because the more the merrier. Uh, the more to choose from, that means that means more bad emails that I can weed out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, not that any of them are bad, of course. I keep sending you those. You guys up.
1: are so great.
0: <laughs> and to the twelve
2: of you who signed up, thank you very much. We'll we'll keep them churning.
0: No, the three the three of them who signed up for twelve dollars. Oh, I thought it was twelve of them. Oh no, there's delicious. twelve
1: of them. After this one airs, there'll be there'll be twelve more.
0: Oh, okay. Well, thank you to the twelve. Oh, and if people and if, <laughs> look, and if if you want, I'll go the extra step. If people want. Um, if they don't, because uh, just we're, we're gonna be like, hey, shouts out to this person and that person, um, and I'll and I'll grab your names. But if people want like a, an actual shout out, like if you want like a send a message for us to also like you know for me to read, or I can send it to Glenn to read or Aaron to read, um, we'll we'll read something too. If you oh please you wanna, send them to me.
1: If you want to send something, so yeah, um, I can totally do voices. I can if you want to go back and forth as Mr. Burns and Mr. Smithers, I can totally do that. <laughs> Um, so,
0: cinemageekly.com is the central hub for everything. Uh, everything we've been talking about today can be found there or through our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Plus, YouTube, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, all at cinemageekly. And, of course, as always, the podcast uh, streaming right from the website, but also on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Uh, don't forget to head over to cinemageekly.com slash premium, where we've got just a whole bunch of Uh, podcasts going on over there and you can get access to all of them for $12 for an entire year every podcast uh, that we've recently released and all the ones previous to that and in the future uh, coming however many days Uh, so yeah, all available for a low low $12 Uh, so go check that out as well and get a shout out on the show if you do it Uh, I think
2: the shout out alone uh, is worth it
0: because we're continuing that quest for the ever elusive upgraded podcasting equipment uh, for the entire crew, so uh, we're moving forward. Plus, uh, plus it'll just help with uh, an anything. Anything excess is going to help with server costs and retaining our domain and uh, expanding expanding the uh, the amount of space we've got to store things. Because right now, everybody, we've uh, our our host backs up all our our entire database, um, and we actually a couple weeks ago reached the limit for the number of uh, they back up to about ten gigabytes. And we have far surpassed 10 gigabytes of data on our server. Wow! Um, with just podcast episodes, essentially, because the website takes up almost nothing. Um, so we've surpassed about 10 gigabytes of data just with podcasts, um, and they no longer back it up. Um, so I've got everything on a on an external hard drive as well. But um, <laughs> oh. if, if things, <laughs> it's gonna be
2: like the last episode of Doctor Who, man. So, There's
0: gonna be like 97 episodes,
2: just so, gone
0: forever. <laughs> so, so so if things go if things go south, they won't be able to restore everything. So uh, the more the merrier. I can expand the, the hosting services as well to get us more space and things like that if people sign up for the premium account. So uh, there you go. For Glenn Beauvais and Aaron De La Osa, I'm Anthony Lewis, and we'll be back next week on the Cinema Geekly podcast. Mm-hmm.